What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 28 of Drinks and Dogs. As usual, I have my brother, KD Matthews, over here. How are you doing, brother? Good. Episode 28. All right. I, like- <laughs> I, I, I should be speaking Spanish, but I don't even understand what that one was. So, very good one on that one. <laughs> Yo hablo un poquito español. Let's see. I can't even do it even remotely. Anymore. I only understand it when I drink. That's like a weird. That's funny like, how that freaking works, isn't it? It's it's super weird. Like it's like one of those things. Like me and Aaron discuss this all the time. I'm like I was like, I don't understand how I can go to like the taco truck at the end of the night after we've had some drinks. Like and I can basically be like as fluid as possible in Spanish, and then like sober, I'm like, what? Don't they está la biblioteca? Like <laughs> where like where are where are we at, dude? Priorities, so- man. Priorities. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so it's been a while since we've talked, brother. Uh, what's the updates? How's everything going in uh, 2023 now? Yeah, New Year. That's right. We haven't spoken since the New Year. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, well, Happy New Year to you. Happy sir. New Year as well. Um, I, you know, all right. I'm going to go straight into it. I'm, I'm going to jump right into it. Full throttle. Let's get it. I had and any of my followers on Instagram no, like I get deeper on Instagram than I do on other social media channels, right? Like Instagram's my home, blah, 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 blah. People need to follow me at KD Matthews, one team. Um, let's talk about New Year's and New Year's resolutions because New Year's resolutions is like, it's, it's a topic. It's a topic that people, like they're not all in agreement on. And like I say this as, you know, it's drinks and dogs, the show doesn't say what we drink. It just says we have to drink something while we're on air. Um, and, th- you know, protein shake. I'm not going to bullshit you, audience. Like, there's no alcohol in this. I'm drinking. Oh, look at that. He's got the propel. <laughs> like, we're on the same page, man. Um, why am I drinking a protein shake? Well, you know what? I'm using the energy that the calendar provides to make some absolutely overdue changes. Um so what's going on with me? Well, you know, I'm buckling things down for the new year. I'm things have gotten out of hand. My not even my personal life, but my professional life got out of hand. Like I, you know, I mean, I got a lot of irons in the fire. I got another company I started. And you know, I was talking with one of my mentors a couple of weeks ago. Uh, shout out to Justin Garcia, uh, Master Chim. And we were talking about fitness. Like I posted a video on my stories of me with like the, uh, the mace bell mace. I'm doing mace work now. And I was like, I'm loving the mace. And he's like, yeah, you know, what's up with that? You know, you haven't posted any exercise videos or what, what else are you doing? I'm like, Oh, I just started doing that. He's like, what do you mean? You just started doing that. I'm like, man, I've been neglecting things. Like I haven't been working out like I should. I he's like, and, and he kicked me square in the nuts. Like he's supposed to. And like all your friends are supposed to. And I realized, man, like I have not been pushing my body the way I need to. I have not been taking care of myself physically the way I need to. So I started like totally doing a deep dive on um, Huberman Lab podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Andrew Huberman. Like, oh my gosh, holy crap. Like you start learning about like not just people, not just dog trainers who throw the word dopamine around because they paid a lot of money to learn how to use the word dopamine um, <laughs> or get the, or get permission to say the word dopamine. Right. Um, not, not that like really learning about the dopaminergic cycle and how it works in organisms and improving my sleep, improving my nutrition. So new year's resolutions. Let me, okay. Let me ask you. So I'm not just blah. Mike, do you do new year's resolutions and if so, or if not, like, what are your thoughts on that concept, that topic? I don't, because it's like one of those things where I'm just like, it's just like, it's every day is a day, you know, like, it's just, that's kind of just how I treat like life, you know, every day is just another day. Like, there's no real, mm-hmm. like, like climactic point to my year. Like, you know, obviously we say things in social media just because like, you know, that's what people relate to. But for me personally, every day is just a day. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I got to get better every day because I got to make sure I have you know, my, you know, my fiance, my daughter, like, you know, my staff, everyone's good. So like, I'm always constantly doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I under 100% get it. Like I, like I, you know, what I understand, get like why people do it. Cause it does like, you know, it, it, it does become more of an inspirational thing at the end of the year of like, all right, 
shoot, this year was tough. Let's go to the next year, get better or whatever it means. But for me, it's like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's just, it's just a day. And like, we just got to keep going. I mean, as you, I mean, as you, well, you know, and like, we'll have another conversation about this, but there's a lot of stuff in the going down with like street league and all like primal canine and all those other things. And just in, in general, my life in general, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening. So it's, I, I just kind of treat it as that. Cause like, I don't like for me, like personally, I, I'd rather be like, Oh, Hey, like I got to get better to like now. And like, I can't wait for this thing. And I know me personally, if I go like, Hey, if I'm waiting for this day to change, like, you know, this next day to change, like, you know, a lot of things can transpire in between those days, you know, that'll be like, that might be detrimental or like, you know, whatever it may be. But like, you know, that's the same thing we talked about too. Like, you know, when we talked to like the, the mental health aspect of dog training and being in that realm, like, I feel like that all kind of correlates, right? Because we always want to wait to get better versus just trying to get better day by day, you know, and just like, teach and like doing it that way like you know over here in uh in california there's a <laughs> since we're all sunny all the time you know the when the weather gets bad everyone kind of goes through a little thing so we're dealing with all of that over there so for me it's just you know every day is just another day you know it's just another day to get better to try to get better or at least make the best mm -hmm. effort to get better and mm -hmm. kind of continuously go through that i dig it i dig it and i totally understand i mean i live for the most part, like that way of you're talking about like constant self-reflection. You're talking about like constantly evaluating where you are on your ladder, where you are in your journey and checking, 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 improving, check like constant reevaluation, which is yeah. awesome. Now I do that as well. However, I will, I'm currently utilizing whatever energy I can get, whatever I can pull from the universe. And in this case, the universe is giving me a calendar of dates that culturally we tend to look at and talk about making changes in. Now there's, there's a point that I, I have to make, and this is what I was making on my Instagram, because I mentioned that earlier. You said you don't really do new year's resolutions, but you totally get it that people do. Yeah. I didn't do New Year's resolutions, but I was a dickhead about the topic. <laughs> like, I was adamant about that's bull. New Year's resolutions. If you're using New Year's resolutions, blah, 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 you should be looking at every day as the new year. You should be looking at every tomorrow as, and, and now it was coming from a good place. It was coming from a place of trying to drive and pressure people to a place of power, strength, and growth. I wasn't doing it to take people down. I was doing it because I thought this would be a more powerful perspective to help them. And then someone whom I respect dearly, I've already mentioned his name once, uh, called me out on that. But he did it in a real smooth way. He's like, well, you know, here's how I look at it. <laughs> and he presented an alternative position. That alternative position made more sense to me than my, at the time, position. Right? So, he, you know, he explained, he's like, why would you steal someone's energy? Like, if that's the energy they're using for everything you want them to use it for, why would you tell them that's the wrong reason to do it? Yeah. Why would you do anything to steal that fuel, that energy, that whatever that's leading to the same outcome? You, if you, if you truly want them to have that outcome, like why get in the way of that? And you know, he all he he said it one time. I sat there, I thought about it. I said, "Oh, I find that to be a superior position," and I immediately changed it. And the reason why that story about my position on new year's resolutions, I, the reason why I share it is because let's take what I did and put it in a different context. Dogs, dog training. How many people are so adamant about their present position, but 
to the point where you present an alternate one and, and they're not budget. They're not even listening. See, I had no emotional attachment to my position. I just thought that was a quality perspective and I'm going to share that perspective so to help people. I wasn't emotionally attached to it. So the minute someone presented me with an alternative position, I was like, I was able to reflect on it. I was able to go, oh shit. I never thought of it that way. Adjust, adapt, and I moved on. And maybe I'll change again. I don't know. But I ha I don't want to have emotional attachments to positions that aren't morally bound by any code or you know it's just a position and how many people are just like you, you know you tell them about well, why they won't use a pinch collar right <laughs> they won't use a pinch collar because or e whatever makes them, yeah like <laughs> how about we reflect on just different perspectives or different oh no because you have an emotional attachment to your idea so everybody listening whether you make new year's resolutions or not your new year's resolution is to have less positions that have emotional attachments, be more objective so that you're not a dick. Well, I mean, I think the what, there's a quote that I read like years ago and it like stuck with me. And like in this last year, it kind of like actually solidified. He's like, there is no individual. There is no one reality. There's just individual perspectives. So like, you know, just in, in, in general in life, right? So like, you know, there's no like, because we all live our own different life. You know, we all have our own perspectives in it. Like, so the reality that we think that we are seeing is a different reality than what somebody else would see, right? Like, obviously, there's one big world as far as, like, what we're living in. But, like, that's kind of, like, the realm that, like, like for me, like, it helps me, like, kind of, like, thinking about that way. It was, like, because, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, everyone's just living their own just different life. You know, just, it's just what it is. They have their own perspective, whatever it may be. Obviously, there's right and wrongs, like don't kill people like don't like don't do like dumb shit like like you know obviously that with dogs like things of that nature like treat everybody nicely but everyone's always living their own perspective you know their own reality and, like that's one of the things like i think about a lot of times when i'm you know like frustrated with you know especially in our industry like <laughs> frustrated with everything and everything that's going on but yeah that's kind of the, the one of the quotes that i live i live by uh you know just think or i think about all the time well then you know to further dig down that rabbit hole it's like all right so yeah it's just a bunch of perspectives then it becomes what are those perspectives based on exactly are they based on emotion are they based on a moral compass or are they based on objective observation of things around you through a lens of like what not is, emotion is yeah yeah all right, guys, so I had to actually do a shout-out to our sponsors before we go deeper into this. Shout-out to Ray Allen. They are our main sponsor here. Make sure you go to rayallen.com forward slash K9SL. Use that Primal K9. Is it Primal 10? Or is it Primal K9? Or Primal 10 code for your discount. Katie, anyone you need a shout-out here right now? No. <laughs> I mean, no one, no one, like whoever made this protein ain't sponsoring me, so they don't get a mention. That's why I put it in an unmarked can. I'm not drinking any. I'm not wearing any labels unless it's Ray Allen or Primal, because like that's who is taking care of me, taking care of us, and taking care of people out there. So. Have you done? I know you. I know before, and this is a question I wanted to ask you a, a while ago. Are you you are you considering going back to the carnivore diet? I don't, yes, but it's, I go pure carnivore for very specific reasons. And I do not anticipate going pure carnivore for any, like as a lifestyle, I use it as a tool to adjust my blood sugar, my insulin resistance and my relationship with starches, sugars, and food in general. So the, I am primarily meat based. Now, November, December, it was yummy food based. Okay. Yeah. Um, moving forward as I'm back in the gym, I'm back working out again. I'm I'm trying to ride my dirt bike more to get ready for race season. Like I have to take care of my body. So right now I am meat based. I do now like pure carnivore people would like 
have a problem with this. Oh, shoot, really? Oh, yeah, because it's like it's that's processed. It's protein powder. You know what I mean? Like, I still have my protein shakes. I like them. I enjoy it. I'm not a zealot in any of these things, you know. Um, probably next month, I'll I'll do another. I just I did a fast recently. I, I want to do a five day fast. So I'm thinking either next month, depending on my schedule or maybe March. Um, now, when I come back from that extended fast, I will I will be I will do pure carnivore. Okay. For probably a, like two weeks, you know, 10 to 14 days just to get all sugars, everything balanced. But that's not a lifestyle for me. I, I don't think it's just, I personally don't think it's sustainable um, for me. And yeah. it's very difficult for anyone to sustain it because if you're going to go pure carnivore, you have to have a love affair with an awful, awful, however you say it, organ meat. Yep. you have to have a love affair with it and i don't mean taking like desiccated liver you know the pills like the stuff you gave me like yeah. i don't mean that i mean you have to have a love affair with eating organs if you want to safely and responsibly do carnivore i don't have that love affair so um i like sweet potatoes i like jasmine rice i love fruit yeah so that's what my long-term nutrition kind of regimen is, is very meat-based, lots of red meat, lots of fish, and fruits and starchy vegetables. I really don't do green vegetables, um, and I supplement with liver supplements, and I'm going to start, I got a new idea for the liver. I'm going to start cooking the liver and then chopping it up after it's cooked into little pieces and then freezing it and taking the, the cooked, I'm not doing that raw liver. The parasites and raw liver scare the crap out of me. So I don't like, they're bad news. They're like, yeah, it's horrible. Not, not good stuff. So we're not talking about like diarrhea for a couple of days. We're talking about like some organism living in your body and destroying your life. Like you're going um, to the ER. It's like getting married. Um, oh, <laughs> bang. Oh, oh, hey, yo, oh, ring the bell. Ding, 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 ding. Um, so I'm going to chop it up and I'm going to start so I can consume real liver as opposed to processed or pill form, but I don't have to taste it. Cause dude, I can't. I, but, okay. Let me ask you, can you do liver? I, I can, but it's forced. Like, it's like one of those things where I'm just like, I just got to like shoot it like that. Like it's like eat, boom, done. I don't enjoy it. What, like you said, like, you know, you kind of have to have like a love affair with like, like the or like you know the organs and stuff like that like you have to like want to like eat it like for me like it's one of those things where i mean it's like uh, i'll compare it to this way like my daughter right my daughter is very particular in like her food like very particular so like she like she's just like it's, it's a struggle for it right she, like she has like she doesn't want to eat like she has this whole anxiety about it so like, for me like i'm always like telling her i'm like all right look it i'm eating this stuff just because it helps me get better at doing like what I what I need, like you know, in that in that sense, I don't enjoy it, but I do it just because I do it, you know. That's and that that's gonna help her with that. But like for the same thing, like for me, like I don't eat I don't eat like organs and stuff like that. Just for the simple fact that I like it, I just like I do it because it's it serves a purpose for me. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's not a sustainable thing in in that sense, especially. And the thing too is that like you know, just the quality of organs quality of what you get because you can actually get sick from that stuff and like out here like you know the quality of like certain meat is not the greatest you know or certain organs is not the greatest we don't know what's going on so that's why i got those like pills that's the, one, the ones that i gave you i was like oh well i'm not eating <laughs> not eating these anymore <laughs> yeah so right now i'm not taking those um i will add them in so my new regimen is um I take the, what do you call it? Oh, man. Cut off that. It's a root. Oh, Tonkat Ali. Oh, dude, I've taken that too. I just started. So I'm like two weeks in. I take uh, two pills, two pills of Tonkat. And then next week I move up to four pills. And then I take a collagen supplement um, because like my joints are just, they're not feeling too good right now. And especially I know I'm upping my activity level significantly. Yeah. So I'm taking collagen and boron. Take about 600 milligrams of boron a day. 
no, 900, 900 megs of boron. And probably yeah. next, next month I'll add in some of the stuff you gave me. Like I got tons of liver, desiccated liver. So I'm not going to buy any more. I'm just going to like take all the stuff I have saved up. Add in beetroot. Telling you beetroot supplements, add in beetroot supplements. Really? Like that thing has been a game changer for me. Cause I do, I do the Tonka, uh, and I have like a, I have a, I mean, I have a whole jar full of like crazy stuff like that I take all the time just to maintain like the stuff I got to do every day. But this beetroot supplement for like energy and just like basic overall health, like I'll send you a picture of it. It's better than cocaine. Ah, uh, <laughs> legally don't know if we can say anything better than that. But... <laughs> beetroot, beetroot. All right, there we go. Beetroot, beetroot. I'll have to send that to you. Uh, but uh, cool. Yeah, I'll check. I'll check that out. Check that out. Yeah, I. The things that we, you know, we're busy. We're busy folks. Yeah. And it's like, how many? So now listen, this is a, you and I know, and some of our loyal followers, this is a lifestyle podcast, right? Yep. So it, it really is. Like it, Everything we're talking about is totally appropriate for this podcast. However, if people really pay attention, I don't think there's anything that we talk about that isn't applicable to the life of the working and still managing a life with dogs, dog owner, or in particular, a type of person who I've been speaking with more and more. And that is the dog business owner, the dog yeah. training entrepreneur. Like folks, if you're running a, if, if you're a solo entrepreneur running your dog training business, then yeah, this is probably one of the most important things we'll talk about today is supplementing and diet and like because oh you eat mcdonald's every night because you're so busy yeah guess what you're and up at the beep in there i just did the the courtesy pause you're up if you're not taking care of your body if you're not getting enough sleep and there's some folks out there and you know for some people it's a um what's that word that, what is it young people say flex so it's a it's a weird flex. <laughs> Some people, it's a flex about the grind. I was there. I was flexing about the grind until my personal life was a shit show. Until my body was an absolute mess. Well, what's the what, what? Where is the flex in that? Oh, I'm working so much, but my body's a mess. Oh, I only got four hours sleep. My that's not a flex. I got to it up. I got a perfect. Um... <clears throat> segue to that so obviously like everybody knows like me like everyone knows like how like i how i work and you know running miles and working dogs and you know the businesses and everything that's going on with that stuff and like all their all the stuff that we have going on so in december december i had a very hefty burnout like it was like i was freaking like my body itself went basically was like you know you know what um we're done and even like my mind went like we're done like you know it's like it's, it's you know it is what it was that but then i ended up using you know when i was doing this stuff like that i was like I was, all right we're still working we're still going through it we're going through it. and i thought about this very i thought about this like uh very seriously because i thought i was like okay like you know i had a lot of stuff in my personal life and business life going on and i was like thinking as a man i was like you know what the reason why I felt like that the burnout happened was because at certain points and like, you know, the business aspect and, you know, dog training, cause you're constantly just working, like you're training dogs, you're talking to clients, you're answering phone calls, you're doing, you know, you're, you're doing the day to day of dog training. And then when you talk to people and like, you know, their one's like, Oh, like you need to chill. Like, so like you have that counterbalance in your head where like, Oh, like people are saying like, you need to relax, you need to do this. But just, like we talked about it earlier, the individual perspective is very important because what happens if you don't do that, you feel you feel kind of like lonely in that aspect of things. Like you're like, okay, which triggers more of that, like triggers more of that like burnout, right? So for me, like I was like trying to relate to people that couldn't relate to me. So I felt like, oh, hey, like maybe I'm doing this thing wrong. And then it went boom. 
you know, it wasn't like, you know, just like the burnout happened, like after street league, you know, you know how hard we worked on all that mm-hmm. stuff. And we went through that. So it's like, for me, when I went through that process, I understood like, Oh, Hey, cool. Like don't like, don't take outside perspective. Don't take, don't take anyone's outside perspective, understand the reality to influence your life. Because at that point, like, you know, then you're just going to be like, you're going to try to like try to get to this point when if you just live in your life in itself like like you live your life yourself and you understand like oh hey like i'm this this is what i'm doing this is what i gotta do and you like kind of don't take any of that stuff obviously take care of your body take like katie said take care of your body take care of yourself make sure you're doing that but if you're on your journey and you're doing your journey don't let anybody influence that you know because what will happen is if you start losing you start losing that you start trying to adapt to anything else like you know you you're just going to read like reinforce your burnout like my whole year was dealing with freaking you know apprentices that were just like wanted to do half of what we were doing wanted to relax wanted to do all these other things wanting to enjoy what i have to enjoy but like you know something like that but you know me for the most part my schedule is grind you know like that's just like me like that's just my own perspective in that sense well, and Katie, you know that very well since you've hung out with me uh, a few times this year uh, in very stressful situations. <laughs> I think we've only hung out in stressful situations. I mean, we got to hang out that one day afterwards, but like every time you and I are together, it's it's go time. That's why I got to make it, dude. I got to make a non street league trip. You come to California, up, bro. like where there's no street league going on. Now we're gonna do some street league stuff, but it's like it's not. We're not on trial day. Like we can actually sit down and talk and and work some things and and then act, maybe actually do some fun dog stuff. Um, Absolutely, I think the only time that me and you hung out was when I was extremely hungover and dying after like the was trial two. And then we, you, when you did that crazy ass across the country, freaking yeah, drive, yeah, that was literally the only time. And I'm just like sitting there, I'm like, oh my god, I'm dying. Like, like someone, someone, someone help me here. <laughs> that's when I came over to the house, and I yeah. and you showed me the deck, and I fell in love with the deck. Oh, that's and that's definitely happening. We're definitely doing a uh, drinks and dogs on the deck episode when it's not uh, whatever the hell this is storming. What is going? Okay, so yeah. Uh, this is just totally selfish curiosity. I mean, yeah, we're, we were talking about mental health for dog trainers. We'll talk about that all the rest of this season. Dude, what's going on in California right now? With so, this I mean, monsoon, it's actually like raining there. It's not paradise for like a couple of days. So the thing with California is that the weather's not really bad. It's not like it's not like we're dealing with some like hurricane or anything crazy. Like we're dealing with what they call a bomb cyclone. That's what they're calling it, or it, it, what it is. Uh, but it's always sunny here. It's always hot. It's always, you know, like there's always like there's no it's real paradise. Problem. Yeah, there's no bad weather. People can complain about you know, the fires and everything like that, you know, whatever it may be. But like, there's no real like preparation for when bad things happen, right? So when bad things happen here, whether it might like, for example, like if it's if this storm hit Florida, people would be like, ha. Yeah, we'd be partying <laughs> and like fun stuff, but like over here, like no one prepare, no no one prepares for like the reservoirs, the you know the gutters, all these things. So like right now, what we're dealing with is we're dealing with the worst storm we've had in thirty five years, and it's basically like mudslides. Like I, for example, like I had to drop my daughter off at uh, uh, her mom's house this morning, and I couldn't take her to school because the the roads essentially are closed to get to her school. And there's like reservoirs that are just basically full to the top. Like, you know, the reservoir that you passed by when you drove yeah. into the house, that thing's to the brim. Like it's all the way up there. So it's like, it's, it's basically covering land. And like, we have like our house, like I've been posting like, a, you know, just funny videos of like freaking the, the, the Creek we have next to our house. Like, yeah, that, that it was dry was, when I was there. Like there was no water in it. Yeah, dude. Like so, it's now it's not. It's like a waterfall. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Is that the video I saw with Wayne? Yeah. So we that was the bottom of our driveway. So we had a break in the actual like in our weather, and we were just like, oh hey, like let's let's bring staff up and let's use the creek for all these other things. And now that whole entire creek's just like nuts. Like I was out at like 
4.30 a.m. this morning clearing out like brush from that, that little tunnel. So it didn't, full, it didn't fill up and we didn't get flooded out. So it, Is the water cold? Nah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, shit, man, I, when you're when you're doing that stuff, you don't really know. It, 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 it ain't bad. I was going to say, you could like Wim Hof and go out in like a little Speedo and just oh, like sit, sit in the waterfall for like 10 minutes and like center your universe under the cold water. Oh, I already did that like last week during the, the, the bomb cyclone, whatever they called it or whatever the thing was going on. But yeah, and Cali is a, Cali's a little funny. So speaking of that, KD, animal clothes, dog clothes. What's up with that post? We didn't get to talk about it before. Oh, uh, yeah. So I did a little, listen, <laughs> this disclaimer. You know, a lot of people follow me on Instagram, which they should. My Instagram is awesome. Whoever edits this should put the little at KD Matthews, boo, pop it up in post production. But yeah, at KD Matthews, that's my Instagram. Well, on Facebook, which I do have a Facebook, we all have these Facebook things. I'm on Facebook out of necessity. Like it just, it's, you gotta have it. Um, but I use my Facebook very differently. And oftentimes my posts, they're just social experiments. It's just me learning about how people think, how people interact. Um, and, and, it's are some of them meant to trigger absolutely or some of them meant to evoke emotion absolutely because then i can teach people not to allow emotion <laughs> to interfere yeah. with their thoughts and that's exactly what i did with this particular post um that i i had put up recently and the post which it only makes sense for the people listening to this i will pull it up um what i wanted to do and i was talking and uh, while i'm pulling this up my computer i will um kind of give the backstory so i have a mentorship group that mentorship group has is rather unique in that i have put together a group of very hungry eager enthusiastic pet dog owners and i i, I use those words very intentionally and carefully like they're Former people, former clients, like people who were in my um, my Canine Blueprint program, but once they learned about their dog, once they learned about dogs in general, they became obsessed and they wanted more. So I was like, all right, let me put you all together in a group. And then I also put dog trainers in that same group, dog trainers who want to learn more about um, how to communicate with their clients how to help shift the perspective the mindset of the dog owner that is paying them money to help them um so i put them together in a group and one of the things i did was i made this post so that they could watch and see how people are influenced by emotion to the point where they will see things that aren't there they will read things that weren't written they will hear things that weren't said so this post was really for my mentees, for some other other folks too that I speak with outside of that group. Um, I wanted them to watch what happens when I push some buttons. So here are the buttons I push. Now I'm going to read this word for word. And for those who are hearing this for the first time, I'll pause. I'll pause for a second. And I want you to think about, this is an exercise for all of you listening to this. I want you to think about if I were to ask you what is the main, what is the message of the, what is the purpose of this post? What is the position of this post? That's what I want you to think about. And I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it and then I'll spill the beans. All right, here we go. Nope. Your dog doesn't love its winter clothing. Your dog loves going outside in the refreshing cold because you put clothing on the dog before you go out. The clothing represents the fun to come. That's why they get excited when they see the clothing. It's no different than the leash. You love the clothing. Now, please take it off when they get inside so they don't get it snagged on something and get hurt. Oh, and if you're mad reading this, Realize that indicates that you have an, erosion, an irrational and emotional attachment to putting clothes on your dog. Reading this challenged that attachment, hence your emotionally fueled reaction. 
It's not a good thing, FYI. Just ask your therapist next visit. So the question again is, what is the, the message of that post? What is that post saying? And I'll, I'll, I'll give you an, a further hint. I'll help you out here, folks. Is that a pro put clothing on your dog post or an anti put clothing on your dog post? So now, Mike, I'll ask you. Well, you read it. So I can't like this isn't authentic like, oh, you just heard it for the first time. I know you read this post. So let me ask you, and I know you'll be honest. When you read the post, did you think it was a pro-clothing post, an anti-clothing post, or something altogether different? I thought it was something different. It's just equipment fixation. It's the same thing. You know, you put equipment on the dog, they know they're doing this. Like, you know, like that's to me, that's what it was. There was like, but also like, you know, obviously me and you talk a lot, like, you know, there's there's no emotional attachment to that. Like, you know, I mean, for example, like my fiance Aaron, like she lived in um, you know, Minnesota for a long time. Like, I don't think that there's besides like, you know, the below zero stuff where we had to take the dogs out. Like the dogs actually had to be like oh like okay, like we put stuff on them, but like for the most part, it's just an equipment fixation thing. Like then in my thought well, that would in my thought I was like, okay, it's like putting a collar on a dog, putting a harness on a dog. This is what it is. But I do see how that social experiment, when I, when you, when you did post that, I was like, Oh, Katie's going to piss some people. <laughs> people yeah. off because, So because what happened <laughs> was the comment section just of course blew up and it happened. I, there were no surprises. Let me just put it that way. There were no surprises people the majority of the people were like they immediately started defending you yep. putting clothing on dogs and I, I you know when it happened i'm smiling right and there were some people i just ignored um some people ended up getting blocked uh because i don't play that mm. shit on my page um get disrespectful you get snotty just get the hell out of here um there so there were certain individuals who I just felt like kind of taking it a step further. So when they started explaining about why and when it's appropriate to put clothing on a dog, I would follow up with something like, why did you just say that? Of course, yeah. they're like, what do you mean? Why? I'm like, well, this post has nothing to do with whether or not you should put clothing on a dog or not. Where did I, and then I would challenge them. Do you think this is a pro or anti? Maybe you should go back and read it again. And like some people are like, I did read it. And this, that, that post has nothing to do with pro clothing or anti clothing. And even some of the people who were like, yeah, that post is awesome. I think it's because they thought it was an anti clothing post. Yep. Now there were some people who saw, I the first one who pops into my mind is uh uh christy o'malley she jumped right in and was like people he's not saying anything against the, he's talking about associative learning and classical conditioning like she jumped right in she and i was like yeah, that's right. she don't care about any of that stuff she no, she, yeah <laughs> she says what she thinks 24 7 if you don't like it deal with it um but she knew exactly what i was saying and you know there was a couple other people who were you know they they realized what i did they might not have known why I did it, but you know, some people are like, well, maybe you should have worded that better. So that's not one thing. Like I'll say this right now, and we should segue. So we, we, we all, we always talk about this, the mental health of dog trainers. Like when you on and social media and the use of social media, sometimes when you post something and a lot of guys, a lot of people in general, when they get on there, like social media is given this for some reason, like write to people to just be a dickhead. Yeah, because you can't punch them in the face. Exactly. And I remember That's it. That's the sole reason. You can't punch them in the face. Yeah, like because you can't just fucking smack them. So I'm like, I feel like that's something like where we need to be like, you know, and and this is what I love about drinks and dogs, where we need to be like more vocal about it. Like where it's like, hey, like if you're a dog trainer and you're on social media, 
and people are talking crap to you. I think it's like it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be like that. But I think there's a certain level of accountability that we need to start help holding people to when it comes to what they say. Because a lot of the times, like for me, for example, like I, someone said something stupid to me. Like I remember that, and like if I see you, there more than likely will be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> like because that's just like that type of person that I am. Like that'll 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 happen. And like even like with your post, like I I, I put I put it up there, and I, I didn't I didn't think I delete I, I I think I deleted maybe one comment. Uh, on there because people were like talking about this so, like, like why are you taking so much offense to this like this is literally if i had said your dog doesn't love the leash your dog has an association with the leash meaning go outside i can guarantee you hardly anybody would get in their feelings but the reality is like i said in the freaking post if you're yeah. upset it's because you have an emotional attachment to the clothing and you think i'm challenging you dressing foo-foo and fifi up in unicorn pajamas which you shouldn't be doing anyway because if they're inside they shouldn't be wearing that stuff like but you know, I actually I absolutely 100% support the appropriate usage of supplemental clothing for dogs, certain for certain dogs in certain environmental conditions. Now, if you put a coat on a Great Pyrenees, I'm going to call you out for being the f that you are. Like you're a freaking idiot. Yeah. If you put a, a a coat on a a Malamute or a Samoyed, you're you're stupid. You're yeah. dumb. And I have no problem saying that. I don't care who you are. You're dumb. Come at me, bro. Do Catch me outside. <laughs> I won't have a coat on. I'm a Samoyed. But anyway, like, you know, but if you have a Chihuahua, if you have a Whippet, if you have a Greyhound, if you have a Pit Bull Terrier and you live in Minnesota, you know what? You might want to put some booties on that dog or depending on how long they're going to be outside for, Depending on what the weather is on that day, if it's like 15 below, you might want to put a jacket on. That dog just physically isn't equipped to deal with that. They're just not. But if it's 45 degrees, you better not have anything on it because it's probably going to love it. But at the end of the day, it goes to show the power of how emotion influences thought because people read things I didn't write. Yep. They thought they, they heard things I didn't say. And that's super important. For everyone, and I talked about this in my mentorship group, like with my dog owners. I mean, they're not dog trainers. They're regular people with dogs. I'm like, guys, this applies to your professional lives. This applies to your personal life. This applies to everything. And then to dog trainers, realize, like, we, we if you don't, if you don't recognize the fact that to, to a certain degree, you're a psychotherapist as a dog trainer, then either your business model's off or maybe you're in the wrong job. Like, I don't, uh, like, there's room for us to talk. Like, if you don't, if you haven't picked up on the fact, maybe you're doing it and you just don't know that's what you're doing. Um, you're not aware that you're being a psychotherapist. You're, you are providing counseling and therapy and emotional guidance for people who oftentimes need it badly, badly. Um this is relevant because people have these triggers and they have these emotional attachments. And if your job is to change a, your client's current perspective, which most of the time it is, you have to know how to navigate those emotional objections that they have so that you can impart the information, the knowledge, whatever it is to them ultimately so that they can accept it, absorb it, implement it to some degree with their dog and improve their life with their dog like that's part of your job i do a lot of work with dog trainers just on that like i'll take posts i find on facebook and i'll put them into my whatsapp chat group and be like all right guys everyone write up a uh, written response it's not a it's got to be written like you have to use the written word to communicate how you would respond to the situation and then i make them read it out loud to me and we go through it and we talk about like why'd you say this or why didn't you say this um like that stuff's important as, as much as learning how to hold a leash is important and learning how to deal with this and that with dogs. Like, man, you got to know how to navigate people's dysfunctions. That is a hundred percent more. I mean, like dog training isn't dog training. Like it, it, it definitely isn't, especially when you're talking to not people. anymore. It's not. Yeah. I mean, like it is, it's no longer that 
you know, like as we progressed, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't want to use the word progressed as the world has changed. We're no longer dog trainers. I respect that correction you just made, by the way. I have to, because I'd say I live in California where it's like the most, you know, whatever it is. But like, as the world has changed, we, we are no longer just the, you know, training a dog. You know, like, okay, like what you're saying, like, you know, it's like, we are now helping people. We, we basically become therapists. Like we like, that's just kind of what it is. And like, that's what I teach all my guys. Like, for example, I had two guys uh, move in from uh, one from New Mexico, one from uh, St. Louis, uh, Herman and Wayne. And like these guys come from different states and they come over here. I was like, hey, I need you to be prepared. Because you're no longer just training dogs. Like you're now just you're, you're we're helping people. Like this is what it is now. It's, it's, we're helping people with their dogs. We're no longer just dog trainers. Like we now are, we're doing this. Like this is what's happening. Obviously, dog training comes into the fact of it. But now we're just like you know now we're helping people with that. So you have to be able to help these people with their problems because if you communicate with them in a different manner, it's going to be an issue. Like you know in the business aspect of things and for the greater good, at least for like what we're doing in, at, at Primal Canine, it's like yeah, like we're not going to be those people. They're going to be like. Oh, hey, like, well, I don't care what you're going on. Like, this is what your dog's going on. Like, get screw you. See you later. Like, no, like, we we need to help you get through this so you can help your dog for the betterment of your dog. Like, you know that now. That's kind of where we're at in this uh in this world now. <laughs> it, it is mm -hmm. very. We have now changed into uh, which I, this is why dog trainers need to be. I mean, dog trainers need to be respected a lot more. You know, and I and for the reasons of the good I, ones, the good ones. I mean, there's obviously a bunch of shit ones out there, but like the good ones that are actually trying to do the do the right thing. You know, like that's that's where like because like Katie said, like you know, freaking you become a psychotherapist in the sense when you're trying to help people, not necessarily through just the dog training problems, but their own health, like mental health problems. And that's why we need to be so much more proactive and vocal. And I mean, you and I are, we talk about it on this show all the time and we will continue, but the mental health of the dog trainer. So let's say you're a dog trainer. You didn't sign up for this, meaning like you didn't realize that, like you just said, you're going to end up becoming a therapist. Like you became a dog trainer because why i'm good with dogs i like dogs i, yeah, I, I get it people i just want <laughs> oh my gosh i see that all the time i hate people that's why i became a dog trainer it's like uh you oh, should have got a job shoveling shit at the stable because <laughs> that's the like the fart maybe you can get away from some people because no dog training is working with people and so let's say you you got into this you didn't know what you're signing up for but hey you got a mortgage to pay now. It is what it is. That's where the mental health of the dog trainer needs to be addressed because I know what I signed up for. I know what I'm in this for, and I have to catch myself. I, I find myself getting a little out of sorts, and I have to reel back because, you know, some people very close to me, that spent a lot of time around me on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, sometimes they'd see me on my phone and I'd put my phone down and I would look visibly different and they'd be like, what's going on? I'm like, I, you know, I need 10 minutes. And I'm like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, I mean, just a death threat. Um, or, you know, yeah. just someone telling me, you know, someone talking about how they're going to tell the world I should never own a dog again. And some, or uh, someone finding, trying to find out where I live so they can call local authorities. And, 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 some of these people close to me are like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about, dude? I'm like, oh, no, this is like, it happens. They're like, well, what'd you say to them? Well, I, I let me, let told me pause, them. Let me pause you here real quick, AD. I'm going to look in the mirror. I look in this freaking camera. That is not okay. Don't be a douchebag. If you're not willing to say it to the face, don't say it at all. Because if you don't, like, you want to do that stuff like that, like, we can get you. All right, go ahead. It's real life. This stuff happens. And the reason why people, um, because I told them that their dog is at significant risk for hip dysplasia, pain, suffering, uh, cruciate ligament tears because it's carrying more 
body fat than it needs to. Like that's the long winded polite way of saying you're killing your dog with food. But I didn't say that. Like, I'm just trying to like, they asked for, for feedback on their dog and you give it to them. And now they're, they say that you're an animal abuser. Um, because you have a pinch collar on a dog that has already been hit by has already been hit by a car once and survived, and now you're advocating the usage of various tools and training to teach that dog how to live in a human world. You're going to call the cops on me. Yeah. I mean, like, well, when you deal with that on a daily basis, I'm aware of it. I'm, you know, I'm, I got my shit in order pretty much, right? It still impacts me sometimes. I have moments. And typically what happens is if I got some personal stuff going on that has me extra tack, like bandwidth, there we go, bandwidth, yep. right? If my bandwidth is being occupied by a lot of stuff in other areas, I typically find I have a little bit more difficulty brushing off the toxicity from social media dog owners because right now a lot of my mental energy of strength is going towards other much more relevant um, important things because I happened in that moment to choose to be online. I subjected myself to the potential of weak yep. ass mother talking shit to me. And all right. What about the dog trainer who didn't know that's what they were getting into? And they don't have the support system that I have. They don't have, you know, I have great mentors. I have, I mean, I have great friends, right? Like people I can talk to and I still have my moments what about the person who doesn't have that? They don't have that support structure. They don't, they might not have it in their personal life or their professional life. And they didn't know that's what they were signing up for. That's they need help. People aren't talking about it. I'm talking about it. I'm doing things about it. I got some things in the works. I'm working with some uh, various mental health professionals and trying to put some, you know, without giving away too many details, putting some things together to be able to support the world of dog trainers who are needing it more than ever, because we live in an incredibly, incredibly toxic culture right now. And that burden is being carried by people who then they get done and like, they don't have the mental energy for their family or they, like when you, if a dog trainer tells me they don't know what a vacation is, I'm like, are you bragging? Cause that's not a flex. That's not a brag. Like, what do you mean? You, you haven't gone out with your wife, your, your husband, your kids, like your, your friends, if you're saying like, what are you doing for you? Like it's, it's already a hard industry in the sense of like you, we work with dogs. And I, I said this in like, uh, one of my last, like, like this other like thing we're doing, like, you know, I had said some last time. I was like, when you work with dogs, dogs are living beings. You're taking care of someone's living there. Like, you know, and in some cases, like that's like their child, right? So you have to bury, you have to carry that weight. Like you know that, like, oh, I'm, I have some, I have Fluffy for, yep, for that's this real. long, you know, and like you know, like, and this is like, it's not like it's just like Fluffy, like a dog. It's just like you know, like this is somebody's everything for some people, you know, and that's something that that's an that's an that's a burden. I respect and, that. And, yeah, and then when you go into online and like you know go online and people are just like basically like what kd said like oh you put an e-car on the dog you're you know you're prong calling the dog or like you know whatever or just even like just talking shit like you know whatever it may be you have to understand that we already are working 24 7 we don't have like you know we like one like when at least what i say like i don't got days off when I say I don't got days off, I say that for the purpose of being like, be relatable to other dog trainers so they understand that they're not alone. You know, like, hey, like, I get it. I understand. We're here together. We're doing this together. I'm getting through it. You can get through it. But it's it's still in the same sense. It's not a healthy, like, I mean, like, I like grinding. Like, that's my, that's my life. Like, I like that. That's why I feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily the perspective everyone should live in, but that's just what works for me. But it's still not healthy for everybody to go online and be just like, you know, like just shit on everybody just because you're sitting there with your shih tzu and bleep, <laughs> uh, you know, you're sitting there with your shih tzu or you have your things like that and you like dog shitting on your carpet and like being whatever. And like, you know, you're, you have this whole ideal of what dog training should be. It's still not okay to say things like that to people because you never know when someone's on the brink of something. 
you never know that one comment when you say something to somebody could trigger something different and change, if not change or end that person's life. So it's, it's very important that, you know, and this is why I like this podcast that we're talking about. It's very important that we discuss this stuff so everyone can see it and have more accountability for themselves. Write your comment 10 times before you post it. Think about it. If, it's a, if that's something that you'd want someone to say to yourself, then like, then okay, fine. But for the most part, it, you know, in dog training, dog training is, it's not necessarily, like we talked about this whole entire podcast, dog training is not dog training anymore, at least. Now it's a lifestyle of helping people, being a psychotherapist, as Katie said, you know, all these different things. Like, you know, there's a, there's so much more that goes into it. So just being aware of that situation and staying self-aware of that situation, not shitting on you guys for saying what you had to say. Obviously, it's social media. Say what you want to say on everything you're doing. But in general, be aware of what you're saying and what you're doing because you can affect drastically someone's fucking, someone's life. Boom. Bang. That's real. <laughs> That's real, homie. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, but what we're gonna, but we're we'll, we're gonna. This is not gonna be something that is a one and done conversation, especially when we talk uh, about helping dog trainers. That'll be something because I mean, we got all different types of people that listen to the show, from competitive dog handlers to pet dog owners to competitive dog trainers to pet dog train. Like this is the, we got a wide audience here, and we're going to hit on this stuff again because it Absolutely. affects a lot of people. Well, I mean, a lot of people. It's the underlying issue that most people don't talk about. You know, everyone wants to talk about the, like the flash and the glam and all these other things. I think like, you know, the good thing between like, you know, what we have is like, we talk about everything because we don't care about getting that dirt, you know, mm -hmm. like we're good. We'll get into that dirt. Yep. And that's, what's the most important thing. So I got to do your sponsor stuff real quick. Yeah, you do. The K9 University. Make sure you check them out. It's the K9U. RayAllen.com forward slash K9SL. Make sure you use the Primal K9 code, the Primal 10 code, to get your discount. KD, Socratic. Socratic K9, all spelled out, dot com. That's where you can... Find out about how I help dog owners, or you can just message me on Instagram. That's a really good way because I'm on that. And that's just at KD Matthews with one T, whether you're a dog owner or a dog trainer, get at me. All right, brother. Well, shoot, man. I gotta I gotta close this out. Yeah. Closing statements for yourself. Nope. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother. I'm actually I'm a really shitty friend. I didn't really like I didn't text you at all. Oh, like, oh no. Oh, you didn't hear me talking. I was talking about that. Like I I was on social media like everybody if i love you and you love me don't send me a happy new year text i already know you mean it i don't need my phone blowing up over things i already know so you are completely off the hook because i sure as shit didn't send any to you <laughs> well she i just want to let you know happy new year i love you brother <laughs> I love you this, too, is a fun, this is a fun time <laughs> as always you know i just freaking there's so many things going on but uh for everybody else this is the the new year's whatever whatever 2023 uh episode of drinks and dogs lots of stuff going on uh but yeah listen see to you next time subscribe comment share with your friends again we do this for free we just want to make sure we put this out there so help us out share with your friends bada boom bada bing bang, bang.